When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 279 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by USA Wrestling's finest, Willie Saylor. Repping. Trying out for the ball team. Repping today. Yeah, he's got his baseball shirt on. And we are back full force. The Wrestling Nomad squad was in the Big Apple, the Windy City, New York, and uh, at Bill Farrell. And he... uh, Gary, also known as Gary Abbott City. It's also Gary Abbott City. Can we get a shot of them, Kai? Can we get a shot of the couch? Look Look at them. Look at that crew. Two cups. I love them. Chasing titles. Oh God! Is uh, wrestling nomad. So, hey, how was the Feral, bud? It was very entertaining, and um, I love freestyle, and you guys know this. We do know that. We do. We. It's uh, been confirmed. It's one of the first questions we asked you. Do All you I'm gonna like say freestyle? is, what? Where else can you see Andy Simmons ripping people's heads off? Kenny Quartz mixing Russian Junior oh World gosh. Champs. Um, Gross, but Drudinov was awesome. Kamal Bay, Jesse Porter was the greatest minute, first minute of a match I've ever seen in my life. Great stuff. Hey. You know what's interesting about that rivalry is they've wrestled 76 times. It's the one rivalry in, like, athletics where familiarity has not bred, like, uh, like this, like, they just get closer and closer. They Which just kinda one? Know Jesse Porter, Kamal Bay. Yeah, their oh, matches get, yeah. actually it's get a, higher scoring every time they yeah, wrestle. Yeah, they just get crazier and crazier. Yeah. In great. 2015, I want to say, or 16, they had a crazy series in Vegas. Uh, uh, I think Porter won the first one. Yeah. I think so or too. Whatever it was, it was it was nuts. Yeah, it's they were a both great marred r- with like a thousand challenges, but yeah, it's a great rivalry. Great rivalry. And, and but maybe is that like, is part of the maybe that is part of the thing is that they know that they put up points, so they let it fly. Like I don't know. Yeah, I love it. Like Jesse always gets Kamal on it. It's never like Jesse's it, getting like step outs and takedowns. He always gets a big throw or like reverse lift or something. Like it's never yes. It's he, he's never like kind of nickel and dime in his way. It's no. always like oh crap, I'm I just got tossed on my head. Yeah, great you're, stuff. You're exactly right. Also, exactly. how about was that the most Tyler Graff thing of all time too? He, Tyler Graff refuses to win the tournament. He will just <laughs> he'll take second. He's won Farrell before, has he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where he uh, he teched. 
Daniel Dennis at the Farrell. What do you think about John Morrison? I mean, he looked good, right? John Morrison's a rev. I mean, yeah, it's a revelation, really, to see him. <clears throat> I, I thought coming out of college, he had a solid freestyle skill set. He's mm -hmm. got good leg attacks. You know, he's in the Oklahoma State room. But, you know, I didn't think he could beat Seth Gross and Tyler Graff back-to-back. But, you know, he's at Cliff Keen Wrestling Club, really solid training situation there. And I don't know, maybe like he, you know, he, he's not been competing consistently. So maybe the time off um, did wonders for him. But you, you see this occasionally his, in freestyle. His careers kind of get resurrected. Good. Well, it's just amazing when, like, guys are finally in a situation where they can train full time or their their mindset changes or they're healthy for the first time. You know, Tommy Gant looked, looked really good, and maybe that's because he was up a weight and – um, you know, it seems like he's finally got a, a good system going at Wolfpack. So there's a couple guys who, you know, last year, like I was saying, Frank Pirelli all year was, was doing better than he had been in years. So just sometimes, you know, Molinero, when he made the Olympic team, right, yeah. kind of changed everything. And yeah. it's it's awesome to see. I love when guys How are much? able to just not necessarily turn around, but just get in a good place and, and they just take off. How much is it is maybe hunger? Like you – Maybe you're just with the grind of, of college, and by the time you're a senior, you're like pooped. And then you get reinvigorated by not just grinding every day. And then now it's your time to now it's your time to eat. Or maybe it's just like maybe the most disciplined guys are, are rewarded, right? Because in folk style, D1, you are regimented. Everything mm -hmm. is scheduled Everybody out is. and planned for you, all your practices. This is. I mean, the freestyle world right now, it's its a lot of independence. It's a lot of on your own, figuring mm -hmm. out, setting your practice schedule, making sure you have a partner, make sure. Because for most of the, your coaches, you're not the priority. So I think the guy, I mean, Molinaro, he paid his dues and made it happen. Um, and now, you know, Morrison, et cetera. So, yeah, I think maybe that's a that's a factor as well. Hey, did um, I, I saw a lot of people, like, making fun of, and maybe, maybe the answer is yes, that you should make fun of this, but. I saw a lot of people making fun of the Russian challenge when courts when courts pinned him. Was there was there a degree of yeah, that's a they should have challenged I mean courts feet went out. Yeah, so the, the yeah, issue that's not egregious. Right. So the issue is Kenny like snapped him down into the, the mixer and his feet went out of bounds and like basically planned his feet and immediately um you know, mixed the guy. And the Russians were like, because he was up 9-0, so that the theoretically would have been 10-0. But to <laughs> me, well, first of all, the the kids who were doing the filming didn't get the right thing over in time. But but, but you, could you could tell still tell his foot was you out. Could tell yeah, but also continuation and rewarding offensive wrestler like that is that to me is a perfect example of it. Not just because it was an American against a Russian. Like if I saw that anywhere at any level, I would be like, yeah, you should allow that to continue. My opinion. That's that's one of the issues with they kind of have this nebulous rule on the edge, um, where it's like it's not as black and white as it used yeah. to be. But also, uh, so to answer your question, yeah, we clown that challenge, but really shouldn't have. That's well, like I mean, it's a legitimate. It, it, it's not a yolo brick. There was two things that were funny about it. Like, there's two aspects to it. One, it was it, a lot. Those it was funny it was funny, match. right? It was funny that. Um, they threw the brick. The referee just says, no, what are you talking about? And throws it back, and they throw it again. And so that's kind of funny. But, like, then I saw the responses, and the responses from fans were like, yeah, don't they know the rules? What are they, the Russian people? They don't even know the rules. I was thinking to myself, maybe I don't know the rules because he stepped out. There's, they could look at yeah, it. Yeah, so the, the 
they can't challenge a fall in freestyle, but what you can challenge is that the move shouldn't have been allowed to happen. Right. Because the the feet were out. Because I was on pressure saying the same thing. I'm like, they can't, like, they literally cannot challenge this. And then one of the officials, this guy named Tim, um, was like, what they're challenging is the previous move, which is allowable. Because it's, it's like any move, right? You could theoretically challenge any move. You just can't challenge But they didn't look at it, did they? No. no. So that's kind of messed up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't look at it, but. Wow. Yeah. Well, another deep one. And then uh, one last thing from the Feral. Um. The, the women's field was pretty small, maybe because it was U23s the week before, but there was a lot of, of like young girls like Aleda Martinez, Alex Lyles, Jaden Laurent, um, Jaden Laurent Beck. won it as a high schooler. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of the young girls were either making their senior-level debut or kind of their first uh, appearance um, at the senior level in America. So uh, women's wrestling, we've got a lot, of, a lot of really young, tough girls coming up. Aleda? Aleda's young, too. I have a question. Yeah. Super young. I have a question. Um Thoughts on Daringer's performance? We've seen him kind of mop through this tournament before. Seeing him up at 79, the, the biggest question, one of the biggest ones, I think for me, 79 is the most interesting weight class headed into the U.S. Open and beyond into Final <laughs> X with Dake, Valencia, Ringer, Reader, Mark Hall, probably a monster I'm missing in there. Where, where do we think Ringer stacks up in that mix? I mean, two or three. Two or three. Say. Behind and, Kyle Dake, who's lost I, two twice. Right. Dake's the favorite. Um, Dake has beaten Reader before. So I would say the, I, the semis could be Dake, uh, excuse me, Ringer and Reader, because I don't know where they're going to put Zahid and Mark. Yeah. When's the That's, last time Reader wrestled? Schultz. And he destroyed he everyone. He killed That's right. everyone. Right. And I think 79's a good way for him. I think uh, 79's a good way for Ringer. I think both of those guys are those tweeners that 74 and 86 just they couldn't do. So I don't I don't know that Ringer was a tweener at, at 74, but I do think I think he he has the the frame to go from one pretty seamlessly and it's yeah. probably a little more comfortable for him to go 79, but remember he was a two-year 165 pounder. Um, so making 163 and a half I don't think was too much of a stretch, but I do agree that it's a good weight for him. I, I'm just curious where where he's going to stack up. I mean, as think about a Zahid Ringer match or a Mark Hall Ringer match. That's that, and that's what's so cool about freestyle. It's just these matches we have only been able to hypothesize about previously. Mm-hmm. They could potentially happen. And 79 for me is is the weight. Yeah, great weight. So um, can't wait, can't wait for that. Uh, but the the biggest the the storyline that is kind of dominating wrestling discussion right now is the apparent um, desire for a transfer for Austin DeSanto. DeSanto wants to leave Drexel. Now, one thing that's kind of maybe not getting communicated I think is important is, or at least worth discussing, is how, is this just a one-sided decision? Because my understanding is this is maybe a mutual parting of ways Mm -hmm. between Drexel and DeSanto. And between some of the antics at NCAAs, the ones that were seen, i.e. the attempted broken arm from DeSanto, to what was unseen, which is Austin berating his coaches well, in think- the tunnel after, after his round of 12 loss, I think there's, there's a, a, an element there where it's like, man, this just isn't working. Let's, let's just go our separate ways. Yeah, and there were, I mean, there were occasions where on the floor – 
Austin was. Yeah, on to, the floor, but to but, the coaches. Um, so I don't. Maybe some people saw that, but um, yeah, the the if you're looking at the Austin DeSanto situation and and you're saying, um, well, Austin DeSanto wants to he wants to transfer. Um, to Christian's point, maybe it's not so obvious. Uh, it might not just be DeSanto wanting to leave. It may be <clears> that <throat> he was asked to leave. Yeah, uh, to to me. I'm pretty bummed about that this situation materialized that way. Yeah. I think a ton of Drexel and Coach Azevedo and the job they've done there. Mm-hmm. And I thought, it's like, man, they've got this guy, DeSanto, that can really be kind of carry the flag for the, the program for a couple of years. And just to see it go from, like, Austin DeSanto's a sensation. He's tech-falling guys in the first period. He's kind of hilarious. He gets a lot of cautions. He wrestles really, really hard. He sometimes just yells. But to see it, like... For him to like kind of be on flirting with that line for a while and everything being great and he's just like a high energy, exciting guy, to it getting to the other end where he's intentionally trying to hurt people at EIWAs and NCAs, he's berating his coaches in a way that is like beyond what's acceptable. It's just kind of a sad end for me. And then all these other programs start swooping in: Penn State, Iowa, Rutgers, uh, Arizona State. Yeah, after him, I, I think there there needs to be. He's a talent, and I think you go for him. But I think that there needs to be an understanding too, and you can't just go in it guns a blazing. This isn't, um, you know, there, there's risk here, right? Well, yeah, and there's also, I don't rumors or discussion about him being that way in practice. If he doesn't get the best of the exchange, he might, you know, he's well, I, th- I think a little rough. DeSanto runs through partners because he's just got no chill. I mean, he goes hard all the time. They had to bring, they have to bring him as like a guy just to drill with him. Like just for no other reason than that. Um, you know, he's, he's a unique guy and they're going to, he's going to need a, a certain set of guidance. But I just, I, I push back at like, um, the, the notion that, hey, Drexel just wasn't the place for him to get better or Drexel yeah. wasn't the place that could challenge him because I feel like it was probably – I just re- – and the reason I'm talking about this, I read an article where his high school coach is like, they didn't – you know, he needs a place where they're going to get to know him on an emotional level and do all these things and challenge him. I'm like – the assertion there is that Drexel was not doing that, and I don't believe that's true. I don't believe I, I believe that's – and that's not what Austin said. That's what his coach said. But you can read – the tea leaves there, and to me, I, I don't like the idea of Drexel kind of getting dragged through the mud here because mm-hmm. um, I just think a lot of Coach Azevedo and that program. So, I just want to say right, that. who had a lot of su- who had success with guys not named DeSanto, right? Yeah, I mean they're doing it. They're doing a good job for and they've the rest got of the team. they've got good recruits coming in too. Yeah, great recruits. Um, uh, so, but where's he going? That's Where, what people want to know. I mean, he, he can make. He, so, oh boy. So we heard um, Penn State's in the mix. They Kale, were the first ones on the scene. Kale visited them. Um, I was going to visit them, or ha- or maybe today. Uh, and then there, there, there was a couple other um, schools mentioned. Rutgers was that yesterday? We you heard that, and and uh, maybe Nebraska, Arizona. Oh State. yeah. But yeah. here's um, here's a sidebar to it. Is that we also heard that DeSanto wants to go forty one. He right? wants to go forty one. So allegedly. that kind of changes some things, or it's a, at least another consideration. I, what do I know? I personally don't 
think that he has to go up. I don't think he's that big, um, but I don't have to make the weight either. But the important point there is if he wants to go 41, you know, if he's a 33, I look at Iowa and I'm like, I mean, that's a perfect fit. Um, But if it's 41, then that changes some things, right? Well, they have a gaggle of 41s between Muir and Happel and Turk now. Mm-hmm. Murin probably the best of the bunch. At least you know, he had a, he had a nice Midlands. He had some nice wins there. I could see him winning the spot. He was only a true freshman this year, and they considered pulling his red shirt this season. Uh, didn't happen. Turk ultimately was a guy. He had a solid finish to his season between Big Tens and NCAA's. So that's obviously going to be a heated competition between Mur- Mur- Murin and Turk. But yeah, th- they need him at thirty three, and I, I feel. They, he just needs convinced that yeah. it's the right way, right? I don't think it's a hard – I don't – I mean, I have no idea, but I wouldn't imagine that's a hard stop, hard no way. I'm not going there unless I can go 41. Um, he just fits better there. Now, with Rutgers, it fits great because you can go Suriano at 33, mm-hmm. DeSanto 41, Schnalti 49. Yep. Um, with – with what? Nebraska, it works, right? Unless, except, it, maybe except, you have two guys that are 33-pounders that don't want to be 33-pounders with Jay Rent and DeSanto. What What sense does it make for Penn State? I mean, with with the guys that they have coming in, I mean, they have so many guys coming in. I don't know. Probably just. I mean, you got a guy with, maybe DeSanto, you know, he has a red shirt, so he's a potential four-year guy uh and then you have all these freshmen coming in they've got i mean to think about 49 and under they're gonna have tesky teasdale rby hypothetically desanto nick lee busiello coming in for clearing um there's seven guys for four weights that are all top five ranked guys coming out of high school so Mm -hmm. it's i mean it's the same thing it's a the issue we were discussing before. They're going to have some guys not the good guys on the bench in in the future, and that's just a reality. And if you know, they, I think what Penn State does better than anyone is they have mul- they have multiple options. They have well, they do a lot of things better than everyone, but they're they're not going to be beholden or reliant on one thing. And I, I think part of that is the Soriano factor. They got caught without another option mm-hmm. at 125, and, and they had to pay the price for it for an entire year. Yep. And I think it's just him saying, not again. We're going to go and get as many yeah. guys as we possibly can. That's and a if, good point. And if they're going to come, we'll figure it out as best we possibly can. But, you know, I think they're probably seeing, hey, you know, if something doesn't work out with Teske, Gavin, RBY, we've got this guy. If it doesn't work out with DeSanto, fine. They just have – they can just take on this risk, and it's just like, hey, Austin, come here, do do what Shakur Rashid did, and fight for a spot. nothing's guaranteed. You might have to change weights, but you're gonna hypothetically be the best version of yourself or close to it. Um, that's the pitch, anyways, right? Whether that's the reality or not. What's your uh, what's your anticipation on? Is there any birds chirping out there when his decision might be made? It sounds like he's taking his time with it. Um, I heard summer. I can't. You would you would think he'd want to be somewhere and start training, getting yeah. acclimated and 
and all that, not make the decision and, and roll up in August and start um, start competing. But sure, especially him. You guys <laughs> remember how long Joey McKinnon took to make his decision yeah, last year? Yeah, we remember that. Yes. How about Seriano? School started. Yeah. School that, had started. That was a little different. He'd made his decision. Yes, well, exactly also, right. He was exactly waiting. Right. He was waiting on a decision. Right by the Big Ten, but McKenna waited literally until like a few days before Ohio State started class. Right. Um, so, you, you know, you saw Penn State get in on that sweepstakes as well. I just think if there's someone good available, they're they're gonna shoot their shot. They obviously didn't need him. I mean, their guy got fifth as a true freshman. McKenna got third. McKenna was better, but there was a you know. It wouldn't it's have been margin, bad. marginal the, difference. Well, and what what could have been great for them, what would have been great for for Penn State if they got McKenna, is they could have wrestled him this year, redshirt Nick Lee, bump McKenna to forty nine this year, and have Nick at, you know, there, there's a lot that that Penn State can do with all those guys having redshirts. Who knows how they can juggle it? And great somebody, I had never heard this before. Some, you know, take it for what it's worth. The message board posted, but he, there was a message board poster that said that RBY was going to do a year at the OTC. First, I've heard of that. And so, but whether whether that's true or not, whether that's true or not, yeah, that's another wrinkle. There's always the option, like a Michael Beard, like an Aaron Brooks. So it's not even, it's not even that they have a red shirt. They have a they have a gray shirt and a red shirt. Yeah, there there's a lot of ways you can play with it. I, w- I would like to see uh, Nomad's pretty good at this, like taking the depth chart and like kind of hypothesizing how the fewest or th- nobody ever sits. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Maybe you can do that okay. after you're done chasing titles. Okay. Well, I'm always chasing titles. Right. But Crap. Yeah. Well, then wh- when, when can you do it? I guess that's part of the title chase, right? Well, the, the part of the title chase, you know, you need a little downtime. You need, you need a uh – you need a, a vice. You need something to, to get your mind off chasing titles. So okay, depth chart management is mine. Chasing something else, yeah. maybe. Okay, yeah, chasing. My weakness is I work too hard. Wow, you know I what I love about his too weakness? Much. It's actually it's that's act- the same thing I said. Wow, in my interview, I think he said it more eloquently. Are you up for the West Virginia job, Nomad? I mean, I don't want to speak publicly. I'll kill you. This is not public. This is not public. This is just us. That's a that's a threat that's on. Both camera and and recording. It's a promise. It's an April Fool's okay. joke. Oh wow. guys, somebody no, it's not. he just said it's a promise. Guys, somebody <laughs> saw the Kyle Bradkey interview on the last oh, FRL. Oh no! Somebody saw that FRL interview on the last episode and wrote in and said, you know, good luck, keep chasing chasing your dreams. I'm praying for you. I had a lot of support. Yeah, but this guy was he really thought. Everyone's like, LOL, go Kyle, and then this guy was like, hey man, I'm praying for you. <laughs> Well, I appreciate the prayer. I know. Does that say something about the West Virginia job that there's like a small modicum of people are like, yeah, all right, let's do this. Kyle Brackey, all right, hometown guy, let's go. No. Nobody said that. No one really. You guys knows what I'm one wearing today? One person said that. Wow. Morningstar? Yeah. Are you trying to trying to get a spot on the staff? Okay. Wow, he just gave we'll a say. look, guys. He just gave a look for hey, those of you who right. just listened to the is, podcast. Is it like priority 1A for that? Not priority 1A, but like. High level priority for that person to keep Brax and Amos in state, right? Like whoever, that, whoever like, it has is. to be one of your yes, first, right? Like first priorities. Fence off, fence off that Pittsburgh, Ohio, 
West Virginia area. Well, you ain't fencing off that area, so that's you already failed at that. That's not, not with that possible. attitude. They won't. No, it's just like reality. I mean, all Ohio, Ohio State can't fence. Oh, off he should Ohio. fence off. He should fence all of young guns. All of young guns can't fence off Pennsylvania. Like it's just you're not going to get everybody. But how about you just I'm, get? There's I'm like hearing a lot of negativity of right yeah. now. How about you just get some? Just get four. There's like a hundred. Just get four. Of this them. is why he would not be a good coach. You would not be a good coach. He's like, you know why? What because I all all I want is excellency. Mm. And you you're gonna not. sit down with yeah. AD and be like, you Excellency. know why we're gonna win? Because we're building a fence around Pennsylvania <laughs> and Ohio, and they're only going what's, to West Virginia. Who's my, paying for it? What's my roster cap? Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. Oh, we're d- game over. Uh, all right. Um, so Nomad, Nomad is not as qualified a candidate as Kyle Brackey. I, I saw a vision. Okay, I see a pipe dream with with Nomad. I see a leader of men, and I see a hoper. Ain't could get a lot yeah. with hoping. Hoping don't get you too far. We should get those, those Obama shirts that says "Hope" with Nomad's face, <laughs> with, his, with his gnarly goatee. Hey, but Is real it, talk. Did you hear anything? What's uh, West Virginia, South Dakota State? Great transition. So West Virginia, I'm told, Colat, Coleman Scott. Who knows? Who knows? I've heard. I've heard John Hughes' name. I've heard Ryan Morningstar's name. John Hughes. But I feel, I feel like, given the connections that both Kerry and Coleman have to the area, that what they've accomplished as coaches. I mean, I know Coleman's young and kind of early at UNC, but look at what they were able to do this year. Then, um, and of course, Coach Colat. I mean, you imagine both those guys would be able to not build a fence around or a wall around. Uh, uh, Western PA, but they would be able to get get some guys, right? They've recruited really well, especially especially Coleman. C- Campbell's not as easy pla- a place to recruit to as as others, and even still, Coach Colat done a great job, and especially development. So I, between those two, I mean, take your pick. Who knows which which direction they're going to go? And I don't know for sure that both those guys. I mean, would Coleman leave UNC? This this is how I kind of perceive West Virginia. West Virginia is like top candidates now if coach Colat or coach scott will leave that's i understand that's the question the geography and there's 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 amenities there at west virginia that are attractive so it wouldn't make sense for coleman to a certain degree but on the other hand he got things rolling I, I, yeah I, do you want to go he got a good recruits coming in he got yeah i don't know he got a good staff i, I no i i think that's a i'm sure that's a Something that will, start, but there's something to be said about going basically home. Yeah, sure. And getting a you know a Big Twelve country job. roads. Take him home. Take him home. Close Wh- to Wayne's. Where is it easier to get kids into? North Carolina or West Virginia? Oh my gosh! Come on, <laughs> you serious? Serious? That's West, that's the answer. But but then He's again, hold on, hold on. That's two edge because on the one hand you can get more guys in. On the other hand, that's one of the UNC is one of the best schools in the country. Absolutely. It's it's a great alumni network. There's a lot of stuff going for, it. and a lot of wrestlers are really good students. And they wanna they want that academic track. Yeah, they want to get a good degree. Absolutely. Um, but so, so you you eliminate yourself from from some schools. Yeah, you do. Okay. And look, but uh, uh, Austin O'Connor. I mean, UNC's doing a better job recruiting than Sammy was. Oh. I mean, what? you could say it's hard. It's harder to get the good guys in. Well, they're doing better than. West Virginia yeah. is anyway. 
hunt it, as the kids say. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. It, it's two edged there with the with the academic situation at UNC. But yes, in general, you can't get everyone in. Uh, so he, he has a decision to make, and then South Dakota State. I haven't heard much on the Morning Star front there, but um, I know. One guy, Chris Pendleton, definitely going to be taking a trip out to Brooklyn. Really? Yes. 100%. Nice. Pendleton is good. I think is in the mix there. I think the world of Chris Pendleton, I, I, you know, I'm sure the kids and the staff at Arizona State don't want him to stay. They do want him to stay. But uh, I think that Pendleton is head coach material oh. i would like to first i want to see him run a program I, I completely agree with that i think for south dakota state i know they're they're targeting uh damian hahn as well um if he's gonna go there we'll we'll see and i don't know who their top target is and where some of the candidates we've mentioned before stack up but those situations certainly still in flux the west virginia job is posted through april 7th so that's Saturday. So that closes then. Mm-hmm. Did not you get Did you get your paperwork in, Kyle? Not officially yet. Oh my god! What are you waiting for? You I'm waiting getting for? everything together. Do you need the brackets that you gave us? No, because we could fax them. We could get them in a PDF form for you. Yeah, you could just. Atta- I got it. this under under control, guys. If you wait, listen. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Michael Jordan. Michael Scott. Do you Wayne need a Gretzky. letter of recommendation? Not from you. Who okay. would you Who would you get but a letter of recommendation from? Who would you fill out your staff with? We are. We talked about that last. I week, didn't dude. get to see it. I was well. That's your issue. Yeah, that, I'm not. You didn't go back and watch. He's not yeah. gonna live in the past. No. But I do want to know who would who would uh, you use for a, a recommendation? Uh, Greenley, obviously. Okay. And then uh, other people in the West Virginia community. I can vouch for what strong ties I have. What about Shane Lyons? Would you use him as a reference? Yes. That would be pretty good because yeah. he's the AD at West Virginia. Yeah. Parkersburg a- native. Why don't you Parkersburg High School graduate. That's, a, that's something they don't often do is ask the actual boss for a recommendation for the job they're applying for. Why don't you get a letter of rec from the Mountain Dew kid? Mountain Dew. Mountain D. Mountain D. Okay. So we've talked about South Dakota State, West Virginia. Did we put a bow? Did we tie it up on DeSanto yet? Where do you th- where we think he should go? You think he should go to Iowa? Uh, I think he at thirty three. I think he should go to Iowa if he's a thirty three. I think, I think the thing I like about Iowa for him is one, they need a thirty three. I'd like to see him in that lineup. It builds Iowa up. I mean, fills a, fills a gap for Iowa. And two, I think if if he needs structure and he needs guidance, and frankly. If he needs something, somebody to grab him by the shirt and say, "You need to figure this out. You mm-hmm. need to control yourself." You need. I, I think that Tom and Terry are the guys that do that. That's that's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up because what what was like hypothesized is Iowa's Iowa got thrown out there as you know they're visiting him, et cetera. Oh wow, you thought he was crazy there. Wait till you see if he goes to Iowa. Um, no, but check check the track record. We're we're the we're the unhinged Iowa guys. It's this it's this weird, untrue fallacy about these these Iowa guys. I mean, who's who's out of control? I mean, Sam Stoll kind of does some not ideal things yeah, after but, matches, but like no one's out of control in Iowa. But that's all personality. That's not egregious oh. things. 
it's not. You know. I mean, is it? It's is it literally been since Metcalf shoved Caldwell? I mean, I I know they do some like, you know, some shove stuff. Yes. I know. And national duels when they were like blocking people from running by that wasn't ideal. That Isn't was the nice. out of control full air quotes, not even remotely out of control like more so Tom and Terry and then again not out of control but like Terry running up in the stands after they beat Illinois which is just like funny and cool and like he's hyped like that's the extent of or like Terry standing on his head in the duel meet last year like that's the extent of it which is. Just he's excitable. Well, they're not hurting anybody. They're That's not, what I'm saying. They're not fighting. That's what I'm saying. He's just like excitable and like does Gilman did interesting the, things. Gilman did do the flapgate thing. He was he lost his mind there. He admit he admitted that. How about uh, fight night last year? Okay. Gilman. Yeah, that's just talking. That um, was it was a trash talking contest. That was and they sent Thomas though. Gilman. Right, right. We we covered that. You're gonna have okay. a you're gonna have a trash talk fest, and Gilman goes there and trash talks, and then he's a bad guy. Yeah. The point is, yeah, it's not a thing. That yeah. if somebody could straighten out or or give tough love to somebody and get them on the right track, I mean, I think Tom and Terry can. I agree. Uh, so yeah, so I like DeSanto to Iowa if he's a thirty-three. If he's a forty-one, I don't see the point. I see no point. Um, in which case, if he's a forty-one, I like him in um, I like him in Rucker's room and Rucker's lineup. Uh, you're not bullying Nick Sariato. Negative. You you gonna you're gonna lose it. You're gonna lose a match. You're gonna lose a practice room scramble to Nick Sariano, and then try to get tough with Nick Sariano. Nick will let you know. Anthony Ashnall will let you know. He'll mob all over you. Be mobbed. You'll be mobbed upon. So I like those two situations. Uh, for Austin. Wow. Not funneling guys in Nebraska. Some friend to Brian Snyder. You are. Mm. It actually doesn't work either way. In Nebraska, well. Unless he goes, if he goes 33, but then there's J. Ren. Is J. Ren a 33 or 41? So I guess they just have two 41s or two 30. I don't know. That's a yeah. weird. That's a weird one. So yeah, we'll we'll keep you. What do you think? Uh, he's as of right now, I believe he's leaning Iowa. No, we no, were no, told. No. What do I? What do you think is the situ? The bet? What? Iowa 33. I think that's the best situation. Couch. Concur. Iowa 33. Oh my God, he's gonna say Mongolian Olympic Training Center. Penn yeah. State's just—they're just trying to mess with people. It's Iowa or Rutgers, Rutgers. Hey, so Rutgers. we were kind of talking about this yesterday. If he goes to Iowa, will he like instantly become the most hated wrestler in America? Immediately, immediately. I, just I know he's already like high on that list for the stuff he pulled at NCAA's, but just putting on the <laughs> Iowa single like amplifies that. I just want him and Spencer to become best friends. They're tight. They already like. Are. I I want that to I because that's just. Uh, Maybe Pokemon can come. Yeah. What if awesome the Santa yeah? What if you got a, a nice Pokemon regimen with Spencer? Yeah. What if the they got Santa like a guild or something? Beats Spencer in Pokemon and Spencer punches him. Can you play each other in Pokemon? Yeah. How does that yeah. work? Uh, Nomad, you're you most can. likely <laughs> played more Pokemon than any of us. Just hypothesizing. I mean, you know, if, if they got the, the Game Boys, there's link cables. The, the cards are designed to play against each other. I don't know. Maybe N64. Maybe they got Pokemon Snap going on. He I don't know. He's the guy to ask for no. I, for, don't, uh, I haven't really, thought, I haven't really thought about, about any Pokemon post, like, 01. I didn't know Whenever, that Pokemon like, even Silver had a theme out. song. I didn't either. Before Spencer ran it's out It's actually it. kind of a legit, like... I it's not. I kind of love it. it. I love it. 
It's not a legit. It's a legit what? Finishes. It's a it's a legit um pump up song. I could see that. I could <laughs> no. see that. Listen, if the words Pokemon weren't in there, you could, I could see Arnold. I want mowing. to be listen, the very listen. best. I could no see like no one ever was. All right, hold on. Dun, 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 dun. Can you imagine like Stallone running through a beach training with Apollo Creed did that song? Absolutely. Speaking of which, that I was am the 80s. So Ex- angry I'm just saying. at Mike and Ryan that they did not reenact that at HSCA's last weekend. Yeah, I am too. Hey, was there's still time. Okay. Um, so the fans have clamored for this. We're getting blown up. Kyle Brackey's most famous segment, Hot or Not, we haven't done it since, well, I don't know. Maybe 2017. Yeah, oh, okay. definitely. Or just want to go somewhere else first? No, I want to talk about Kyle Snyder. Oh, let's do that. But he has it in the hot or not. That was one of my things. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with that because we just talked about Iowa and DeSanto. Um, Kyle Snyder signed with Rudis yesterday. Had offers Asics and Nike. Um, went with Rudis. Your thoughts on that? Cage fighter got snubbed. Um, I'd say <laughs> he offered an 84 Plymouth. <laughs> Zero like down. 84 Plymouth and all the gear he could want. Costner still turned it down because he couldn't show the Carfax. So, <laughs> so, so it's a little. Some people in the wrestling business world were surprised by the decision of Kyle going with a not with a wrestling specific brand, not going with a Nike or Asics, a more quote established brand. To me, I. I did not see him turning Rudis down, despite the maybe financial differences between the offers. Uh, you know, there's a lot of factors there. One, his mother, I believe, works for the Rudis. But two... She I, does? That's, that's what multiple people have told me that. Maybe it's not true. She does. It's Okay, Nomad confirmed. There we go. That was a great hire by them a couple years ago, whenever she started. Right, but... I mean, the Rudis is a is a great wrestling brand. Now, one of the things is they don't have a shoe at this point, but I, I'm if this is where Kyle wants to go, then I, I support his decision. I, I think it I think it makes sense. Did he leave money on the table? Maybe I don't know that I don't know the deals for either. Right? right? I know everybody range, ranges. It's hypothesized. Everybody assumes. But, you know, is he getting – and this – I'm completely making this up. I have no idea if it's true. But does he have a uh, a stake in the company now? Is he getting percentage of of the Rudis? I'm sure that wasn't on the table with Nike, right? I'm sure it wasn't on the table with Asics. So there's there's some ways it could be made up. Now, um, th- there's some risk there. You know, when you make an Olympic team and your sponsors are, you know, the Rudis and not Nike or Asics, it, it can be like, you know, maybe to – bigger media that's a little jarring or like wait what is this is this guy really legit but i think he's a wrestler in the wrestling community with you know is this is the rudest the number one wrestling brand right now i think it's definitely possible well you know we're on wrestling specific brand we're on a podcast sponsored by asics so you know watch what you say but um, well, wrestling specific. Asics is yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. No, I'm saying not what you said. I'm saying I'm going to watch what I say. Oh. But um, here's the thing. Rudis, first of all, they have a, ties to Ohio, right? 
they have ties to to St. Paris Graham and they have ties to Ohio State and it I think it shocked a lot of people that he signed with them because you know it's not this big worldwide global established brand that throws money around and sponsors every athlete from high lie to women's tennis right but at the same time it didn't shock me so much one because they have those ties and two because it's a it's a wrestling run wrestling first organization and i think it's good that way right you could you could go with nike or you can go with asics and be one of many or you could go with rudis and try to build a wrestling run business into a bigger brand it, we saw D- david taylor kind of made a similar decision not that long ago he was an adidas athlete i know for a fact he had a great situation there and he chose to to go with scrap life the mm-hmm. the under armor affiliate and you know c- kind of for the reason i kind of hypothesized with kyle like a stake in the company, being able to kind of control your destiny maybe a little bit more than when you're with this huge global brand. That's what David was able to do. And if Kyle's able to do something similarly, I could see that um, being being enticing like it was like it was for David. I wonder, you know, we don't know the numbers. Was, were the offers in the millions? Uh, was it a million-dollar offer from the other companies? Um, was it life-changing money? Because, and we don't know what Rudis gave him. But here's the thing. Kyle could Kyle could take a little bit less. In my opinion, sometimes you want to take a, the, a little bit less and do the right thing. Do the thing that you think is right. If you think right. there's If you think there's valor in trying to build a hometown wrestling first company into a bigger brand and you take a little less. Because... Kyle's never going to be hurting for money. I don't think so either. He's never going to be hurting for money. It's not like, it's not like he asked. You know, Kawhi Leonard's not playing right now because he knows he has a max deal. If he stubs his toe and he's hurt, he might not get like Isaiah Thomas didn't get his big major deal because he has an injury. Kyle Snyder, those guys have to cash their ticket in now. Kyle Snyder does not necessarily have to cash his. He he's not going to be hurting for money ever. If Kyle Snyder hung up his wrestling shoes today, he'd have a job he could do camps i mean he he was never he's never going to be hurting so he can do get around the church house circuit immediately the the thing for me is so this is like with a lot of sports right um you know there's these big agencies right <clears throat> like if you're a basketball player and you sign with with caa or um uh emmanuel's company with img and it's like okay they have this huge roster list right of guys are you going to be number one or are you going to be number 17 on that agent's list? Same thing with, with, with Nike. You'd think that Kyle would be a high priority, but at Rudis, he knows that. He 100% knows that. Um, I think Nike probably offered him a, a really good deal, but when you combine the – I mean, Snyder's going to be their first shoe, right? That's He's going he's gonna to roll out their signature shoe. Now, that means they can't flop with it, right? That means there's going to be a lot of expectations yeah. that's got to be good. Um, but like being the number one guy, being having a stake in the company, being in Ohio, being that his mom works there, and that he's a loyal kid, um, and I think Kyle likes that. To what Willie's talking, about, I think Kyle likes that challenge of being able to help grow something. So 
is it and and also what if he only signed through 2020 right like i bet nike and adidas and asics are going to still be after him after 2020 especially if he wins an olympic gold mm-hmm. you know so maybe he's only with them for a couple years and then goes on to somewhere else but like he has options i don't think kyle's a dumb kid I, I think he thought very deeply about this and wanted to go with someone that he trusts and will be there for him so my biggest question with the whole deal is the shoe angle <clears throat> asics makes i mean here we they make the best wrestling shoes right it's the best wrestling. you're safe in them etc right shoes are important in wrestling and it's just not you can't just you can make a lot of products and there's not this risk shoes are difficult to make in the engineering and the molds and it's just a completely different skill set it's not like okay we're we're in clothes we make gear we make all this awesome stuff now the next thing is shoes it's like shoes are a huge huge thing and they're difficult to make and not that i know anything about making shoes but i know enough to know that it's not as simple cage fighter i mean we make fun of cage fighter and the rudest you know it's such a better brand in so many ways than that brand but you know they they tried to flirt around with the shoe and they you know you basically couldn't wear it right it was terrible it's not easy to make a shoe so i just i hope that they crush it the first time out yeah I, I, because I kyle's got to wear it it's difficult for sure there's a lot of moving parts there it's not a t-shirt right uh but those guys are good those rudest guys are good, and yeah. I don't think they would. I don't think they would launch anything until it's right. Right. Yeah. Maybe. And maybe that's part of it. And uh, so yeah, that's my only thing about it. So that. What else is hot? I think not? it's. I think so. That's hot. That's hot. And I'll also say, it's hot that there's bidding wars for wrestlers when they get out of college. That's awesome. It's awesome that Zane Rutherford's with Zane's, Scrap Life. Right. Zane got a deal. Um, I think we'll see some others enter enter the fold there at the at the different. You know, there's Nike, there's Scrap Life, there's Rudis, there's Asics. Who did you sign with? I, um, I'm keeping my options open right now. I'm currently wearing uh, Rudis. Rudis t-shirt, Adidas shoes, and I have a Asics bat, uh, jacket in my bag. And Levi's. Love Levi's. So Levi's, I haven't heard from you, but thank you. Okay, so that's, that's, uh, that's my thought there. What else is hot or not? So the last one, this got people pretty riled up uh, yesterday, and just wanted to get your guys' thoughts oh on it. Boy. Spencer Lee being number thirteen, pound for pound. Um, well, is it hot or is it not? What, what I think it's it's hot. It's hot that is it hot that he's at is it hot or not that he's at thirteen or is it hot or not that people have take strong takes on it? No, I'm asking. Do you think? It's like, do you That's agree or disagree with him at 13? Exactly, yeah. I agree I agree with him in that ballpark, yeah. Listen, it comes down to one thing, basically. And you can right now, and all everyone is doing that is against this ranking, is just taking his NCAA tournament and making it all about that. And they're shouting nonsense about him being a true freshman, which matters none <laughs> to <laughs> the <laughs> argument. That is, that is not actually, a factor. It's yeah, ama- it it's actually a, hurts him in this case. It does in that he doesn't have a ton of elite wins. He has two pound-for-pound wins, and he has a non-pound-for-pound loss to Ronnie Bresser. Look above him. Find this year a Ronnie Bresser loss. Last year, Vincenzo Joseph pound-for-pound was hurt because he lost to Keaton Subject. Okay? Same said for Mark Hall. Even though he won NCAAs, his pound-for-pound, how high he could go was limited because he had the Brucky loss. 
Okay, and in the exact same way for an Iowa Hawkeye, Spencer Lee, who just had maybe one of the most amazing true freshman seasons along with Yanni. Uh, yeah, he's 13 right now. He's behind Miles Martin, who's an NCAA champion, who only lost to Bo Nickel this year, who's a much higher pound for pound than anyone that Spencer had beaten this year. Yeah, if you want to, you can shift the argument and make it about bonus point numbers and the NCAA tournament, and then yeah, okay, Spencer's higher, but that's not what it looks at. You yeah, look that's at not, that's not what the rankings are based on. And so, as soon as I saw people complain about it, I, I, I think, thought to myself, they say, don't know what the rankings are based if on. If you think he should be ahead of Seth Gross, you are on methamphetamine. Methamphetamine. One hundred percent. He cannot go ahead of most Seth people Gross. say meth. Seth Gross had an undefeated year, major bonus points. Uh, so, so what I'm saying is, I'll, if you think he should be ahead of Miles Martin, that's not audacious. That's a str- uh, it's close. That's a, you if lost you think he Parker. should be ahead of Mark Hall, okay, I'm not down with that. But that guy was undefeated. That guy beat Zahid Valencia and he lost to Zahid in the in the finals. I I would push back against that, but I could get with it. If you think he should be ahead of Seth Gross, you are abusing drugs and possibly alcohol. <laughs> he cannot go ahead of Seth Gross. This Gross has more pound-for-pound pound wins. Seth Gross is dominant. He did not lose. Okay, yeah, he bumped up and lost to Meredith. That's not factored in. That, that maybe ha- helps him. He did not lose to a Ronnie Bresser type of guy. We can't just, like, pretend. You just want us to, like, highlight and delete Midlands. The Midlands happened. It lost. The further Spencer gets away from that, as Spencer prolongs his career and continues to smash, and he has a great chance of be having an undefeated season next year. He's on the short list to win a Hodge next well, year. Rankings are line items. Rankings are line items. Like, win this guy, loss this guy. And it's not – are you kidding me? Look at him. He bonuses everybody. Normally I have a pretty good, a pretty good radar – about where what people will gripe yeah, about in the yep. rankings. Put these up. I didn't think two things about Spencer. Spencer was not in the pound for pound coming in because, and no one said a word. Mm-hmm. Spencer wasn't in the pound for pound at all. Okay, because everyone's like, yeah, he lost to Ronnie Bresser. He kills everyone in NCAAs, has an all time great NCAA, a historic NCAA tournament. And now we're supposed to like forget everything else that happened. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. And he certainly, I feel strongly he can't go ahead of ahead of Yanni um, as well. That's there's there's a couple things. First of all, he wasn't the toughest. It wasn't the toughest weight. So shut up with the toughest weight argument. Forty one and sixty five are tougher. Second of all, if you don't include career, like, and people were trying to straw man me and be like, what? So Ethan Lezak and Dean Heil. It's like, no, no, no. You're Use your brain. Jason searches like, all these guys should be ahead of Spencer. No, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that the guys above him, literally every one of them, except for Seth Gross, has beaten an NCAA champion. Adam Kuhn has beaten three NCAA champions. Isaiah Martinez, let's, let's, I'm going to simplify this for you guys. Okay, let's say that you're in high school, okay, and you're in a state where you can't leave it your sounds state. Sounds like opposite uh, of simplify. No, no, no. Just follow me, right? Because... You, you, you understand what I'm saying? If you're in high school and you have a pretty dominant season, you're a freshman, and you lose, you go 2-1 and one against a one-time state champ, and then you lose to a guy who's placed one time at the state tournament, okay? Ronnie Bresser and Nathan Tomasello. And you're uh, Isaiah Martinez. You're a four-time finalist, two-time state champ. Your only other losses are multiple-time state champs. In the pound-for-pound, pound, who are you going to have higher? You're going to have Isaiah Martinez, you 
freaking morons. Wow. <laughs> wow. God. There's like so dumb. Adam Coon is beating three NCAA champions. Look at his veins in his neck. Um, He's, he started How to turn can you red. not include career in pound for pound, He's you turning moron? Red. That's the whole point is career. Yeah, Adam Kuhn, you want to stack up wins with Adam Kuhn? Snyder? Gwiz? Gwiz. Tony Guess Nelson? What? McMullen? They, Bobby Telford? Guess what? Spencer's going to be ahead. Space. In all likelihood, Spencer will be ahead of Dayton it's Fix and Gable Stevenson next year. Because what? he has two seasons of work. Yes. yes. Morons. People were mad about Yanni being hired, too. And look at the dudes Yanni beat. Yanni lost one match to Ironman. Which he avenged to a two-time AA. Mm -hmm. So that's better than losing to a one-time AA, Ronnie Bresser. Mm, and eighth placer at that. Beat a two-time national champ. Beat a two-time finalist twice. Won a tougher weight. By far, tougher weight. Fewer losses. Better weight. Better beat, wins. Beat a guy who beat Seth Gross guys. lost to. Beat a guy who Seth Gross lost to. Whether it was up or not, so he's got to be ahead of Gross. Hot or not? Yeah, I listen. The, yes, the highest he goes like eleven. Spay, Spay was supposed to bust in here. He's not here. I'm sad. I, he was supposed to bust in here. Did you put it on his calendar? Because that's probably why. If he you don't put it on his Google calendar, he doesn't show up. <laughs> Period. We, we did who's number one every week at, on Wednesdays, and the one Wednesday he didn't show up, and I was like, "Why didn't you show up?" And he said, "Because it wasn't on my calendar." Big he calendar was also guy. supposed to shoot a show for Nomad and I one time, and he didn't show up because it yeah. wasn't on his calendar. Oh, yes, yes. Even though we had confirmed with him the night before. We'll be, we'll be sitting there eating lunch. We'll be like, you want to play spike ball? He's like, I'm going to put it on his calendar first. It's pretty tough. So, yeah, I, obviously I'm on board with where Spencer's ranked. And, you know, there's not a, there's not a perfect system. <laughs> and, and you could say Hall and and maybe uh, uh, Miles Martin. You could pass those guys. I'm, I'm down with that. I'm not – I'm not saying that's crazy, but any higher, and you are abusing drugs and alcohol. I, I, the, the fact that people are like, it's laughable that he's behind Miles Martin. It's laughable that he's behind a champ, two-time finalist, three-time AA, who has beaten a two-time champ, whose only losses this year were to a two-time champ. That's laughable. That's like that's completely it's that is ridiculous. It's so outrageous. I've Morons. never seen him this mad. He is so mad. Yeah, because these – like, do you want to take what matters right now? Do you only want to take what matters right now and say NCAA tournament points just this year? Sure. Make Spencer Lee number one. The kid's going to win like freaking three shit. Hodges. Like, yeah. shut up. He should have been OW at the NCAA tournament. Shut up. The kid's going to be amazing. He is amazing. But right now, his career is turn still like okay. Or like a, like Golly. A pterodactyl. Idiots. <laughs> Everybody's scared of you, you right? All right. <laughs> Nick, this one is just so no, dumb. No, 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 like, guys, good. people good, love good, Spencer Lee. We get it. We get it. He's awesome. He might make the senior world team this year. Awesome. Great. So Nomad is hot about this. So Nomad's, Nomad, I think, is on board with the ranking. <laughs> yeah. He'll be ninth when the seniors are removed, too. Yeah. So we're, we're going to move him up four spots in a couple months, guys. We're going to come to our senses here. Actually, the next time they come out, he'll be fourth or ninth. Yeah. Uh, how about – you want to go to questions? Nomad yeah. – take Nomad out, put him in an ice bath or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can we talk some – when are we talking freestyle? We, I'm so done. Like this, just I, I'm so done with folk styles. Like just all right, pound for pound's done. Let's it's it's freestyle. Let's talk about U.S. Open, all of it, or questions, whatever. Stupid college freestyle or user or generated generated questions. Okay. Okay. Um, no disrespect to towards him, but what happened to Bojo? Seemed to regress over his career instead of prog progress. 
Still a warrior, heck of a guy. Granted, Mark Collins, he put dampers on his title hopes. So I guess more than we realized, the, the foot injury, the foot cancer stopped a lot of what he was able to do. Someone told me it like, impacted how he was able to wrestle from the top position. I don't know. But, yeah, I think maybe that impacted him was, more yeah. than we realized. It was going on forever. That was like three. Well, his freshman year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I look at it from two lenses. Like, it maybe, you know, he never won a title. He had four years. He was really good. I mean, who, yeah. who, who has the careers? There's very few guys that have the career. We're spoiled because we see, I don't know, Vincenzo Joseph, you know, win two out of the gate and, and, and we're seeing Spencer Lee win out of the gate and Yanni. Um, Bo had a hell of a career. Yeah. I, I don't know. But, you know, after third as a freshman, as good as he looked, it you thought titles were on the way and he did not. He, This guy's right. He did not get better in my estimation. But yeah, he had a lot of things going on. His foot, he has a large family. <laughs> he does. Uh, and he was in a stacked weight. I mean, with prodigies like Zahid and. But Miles Amin surpassing him, yeah, yeah, th- yeah. beating him three times, <laughs> that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there's a couple of, of factors going on there. Minnesota is the most recent school to release plans for a new wrestling facility. What impact do facilities have on recruiting? Good question. The impact, I don't know. You know, it's it's tough to say. It matters. Right, you yeah. want to train in a good facility. Um, you're, you're seeing Ohio State's going to build a state-of-the-art one. Iowa has plans for a big one. Is Ohio State's um, standalone? I believe so. Pretty, Pretty sure. Yeah. And is it it's standalone like uh, standalone? You can go watch a match there, or standalone practice? I don't think in that way. I believe just practice. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm talking about practice here. So yeah, it matters. I, I think, think facilities are starting to matter more than they did in the past. I think it's I think it's like you if you're a really 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 good recruit, right? You want to see that the school is investing in you. You don't necessarily need like it's not like a 1 through 5 thing where it's like, "Yep, I need to have the best facility." It's like, "I need to have this level of facility." A so threshold. a top yeah, a top 5, top 7, top 10, whatever. You know, all the good schools like they're kind of the their standalone facilities are really nice, you know, the Cliff Keen and, and Penn State, and like they're all pretty similarly really, really nice. So it's just like you don't want to go in and be like, uh, this looks like Cuba. Yeah. Right. I mean, but I don't think that I don't think that it, it too much really affects your training, right? If you don't have brand new mats and nice lighting and plaques up of all of the past champs, I don't know that your practice is any worse there's something to be said for being able to do everything in the same place sure weight train uh, and all that recover right that's good locker rooms i also but what i i think more than anything you walk into a a nice facility and it shows that the university cares about your about that Mm -hmm. right truly so yeah i think it matters um but it's, it's not the end all be all but like everything it matters does Matten, Michich, Freeman, Store, Pentelio, Massa, Amin, Embry, Strigo, Paris sound like a top four team? Yeah, it does. Uh, it's a, it's Although, a. I don't know if I don't know if Paris is going right away. Right away. Don't scare he Michigan could, fans. But the the interesting thing about that is all those guys are back. 
Except maybe no, no. What do you mean Pan- back? Pantaleo is the only one they would lose next oh, year. Oh, so you're saying two more years? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think he make a run with Paris if he's ready. You know, you get coming and assess him. But he's at he's at the Flow Nationals. I'm excited to see him. Um, but we, yeah, they're 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 a podium contending team for the foreseeable future. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they they need to get they need guys like Matten. I mean, Freeman as of right now, I think is a non-factor based on the season. Uh, he had, at least as I recall. Because I remember really liking Freeman coming out of high school, and I was just keeping tabs on him because I think he's an interesting prospect. And he didn't, didn't quite have the year. So I think he's going to be a little down the line before you see Did Freeman beat um, – no, Free, did Freeman beat G. Feller at the U.S. Open last year? Mm. Or was that – that might have been Pletcher. That does – yeah. Yeah, it was Pletcher G. Feller. Pletcher G. Feller. Also, Freeman got hurt at the Bill Farrell. <clears throat> did G. So. beat Pletcher there? Or vice versa, Pletcher yeah. won. I'm it was Pletcher so. won in a super whoever won. It was a stupid call. It was that won. Yeah. Pletcher, Pletcher won. won. Pletcher won. Yeah, Gefeller should have won. They gave match. the four to the wrong person. G- yes, <laughs> totally wrong person. That was crazy. Wow, I'm I'm thinking about Oklahoma State all the time. What's yeah? They're another one that might be getting a new facility soon. Yeah, no, how about that? Not might be. I think they are. Well. They're next in line when yes. that will be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Everyone's every you go you go to every campus in the country that doesn't have a new facility. Everyone says they're getting a new facility. I had Rutgers get a new facility. South Coast State get they all say it, right? I don't. I, I mean, I thought there was a press release. I retweeted a press release or something. No, the AD so said it's time for us to announce that they're going to oh, build oh, this okay. brand new baseball stadium. They're building state they are baseball stadium. They're like, who's next in line? And he's like wrestling. He essentially said, "We haven't done anything for wrestling," <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's kind of scary to think what an in invested Oklahoma State athletic department would look mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Their room ain't bad. I mean, it's, no, they're, there's they're nothing all new mats and there's nothing bad about it. Right. It's just it yeah. makes you think: Are they gonna get like a standalone facility yeah. and like move out of Gallagher-Iba? Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yep. Should we get rid of the escape point in folk style? Kale thinks so. He said it in an article and also on Twitter a few years ago. Pros and cons. They should um, – I don't know if they should get rid of the escape point, but something has to be done. Make I think three-point takedowns is probably the solution. And I also think three-point reversals as well. I don't understand why reversals – reversals are basically pointless, and I think they shouldn't be. I think going from being controlled to in control – should be incentive, incentivized. It's, it's stupid. I'm you on bottom. For, Christian's on top. I reverse Christian. Cut him. Net gain, nothing. No, I should have just hit a stand-up. Yeah. What's the point? It's it's dumb. Should be three-point takedowns, three-point reversals. Keep a point for getting out because... There's value. Sometimes they don't just don't let you out. Still, I don't know. Shouldn't it be three-point near falls? If I count twice, it's two. If I count three times, it's two. If I count four times, it's four. four. But if you count five times in high school, it's three. It's college, so what? Okay. Um, yeah, someone asked how much Snyder's making the Rudis endorsement. I don't know. What is Spencer's freestyle season going to look like? Do you see him and Fix going at it this summer? I hope so badly <clears throat> that we get to see that. Can that we? would make me so happy to watch that. I mean, they had a, one of the most – probably the most epic in, – in, even though it only went two matches, the Dayton Spencer, those matches were crazy, crazy good in just four minutes. I would love to see because they both gotten so much better. I mean, Spencer's made just look at the jump Spencer made from like Midlands to NCAAs. 
unbelievable. And we know yeah. we know Dayton's uh, transcendent as well. So, yeah, I hope we see him. I think we'll see him. He'd have to go to the U.S. Open, right? Or no, he doesn't. He can no, go straight it's, to trials. It's great. We could get him versus Dayton Fix and possibly him versus Thomas Gilman. Now, whether Bill and KJ and those guys think that's smart to have him try and do both is one thing. And, and the brands, obviously, you know, and Perry and Morningstar. But it can happen. What do you mean both things? Junior and senior. Don't you think Dayton's going senior? I mean, maybe, but okay. I thought that was like um, yeah. my. So my thing is uh, to sit in the junior finals. Dayton would have to go through the open. Uh, Spencer doesn't need to go to the open on the senior level because he's already at the trials. I was told so. yesterday, if you're a returning champion or medalist, if you want to go senior for the open and you place top three at the open in seniors, you'll get a special wrestle off in the summer. Right, which is typical. That's typically how they've done. They've done that before. Mm-hmm. But so that would be for Dayton, because Spencer wasn't on juniors last year. So right, right. So, so Spencer would have to. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to decide. But I. It sounds like he's going seniors. Oh, that'd be awesome. I hope they both do. That would be so sick. I hope they both go to the open. Hey, was the 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 kid at the World Cup for Azerbaijan? Is that who Dayton lost to? Adishrishvili? Yeah. Was that who it was? I don't know. No, Adishrishvili is, is old. He's, like, way too old. For who was the kid that Dayton lost to first um, round? I believe. Was it Azari? Yes. What, U23s? Yes. Did the kid that's name starts with a GV? Yes. Talk amongst yourselves while I figure it out real quickly. Okay. So, excited for that. Why don't we talk about World Cup, World Cup predictions. No Russia. We went a little geopolitical. I think it was last Thursday. Yeah. Now they're out. Uh, not going to talk about geopolitics, but we are going to talk about the matchups. And it looks like, is there anything wrestling nomad that could stop a USA versus Azerbaijan final from happening? Extremely doubtful. P- like countries do not care about the World Cup for whatever reason. And Except send, Iran. They send backups. Yeah. And too, us. Too bad Iran's not there. Um, I, I don't see it happening, and I was very concerned about – I was very concerned about us possibly losing to Azerbaijan, but then the, the roster that I saw today on the World Cup website is different than the one that USA put out a week or two ago, and now I feel more comfortable about it. So let's go USA. Let's get a freaking World Cup and then a world title. Okay. What are some of the best potential matches uh, we can look forward to at World Cup this weekend? Uh, we could see Thomas Gilman versus Yuki Takahashi, round one. That's the guy that beat him. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. Um, uh, bro, I don't know. If you're a super nerd, Bro's Fujinami. I like Fujinami a lot. Uh, bro should win, obviously, but that's a guy who's going to be on the come up. Uh, could we see Boney Rodriguez, Haji Aliyev, maybe? Oh, my gosh. I don't think They've so. wrestled before, right? Yes. 15 or yes. 14. They got Cuba. Got a, I love watching Cuba. They got a new 57. He won U23s, right? Yes. Cuba Cuba is starting to cycle out yeah. the old yep. guard, and it is terrifying and exciting. <laughs> yeah. And beautiful. Beautiful. Let's see. They Check have, out their 57 guy. Uh, YBR is at 61, which makes sense because he's pretty small. But, yeah, Ranieri Andre Ortega, very good. Uh, they got Tori Blanca at 86. They have a new guy at 125. So, 
New guy at 79. A lot Curious of people. To see Cuba. Many, and this is not necessarily World Cup related, but it's international. People asking about a Chimizo Burroughs match, if it could happen, um, how we see it going. Don't don't know for sure. I think there's a possibility we see this before Worlds, maybe in New York City-ish type of area. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that doesn't happen, it is it is basically confirmed that Chimizo is going 74, correct? So, to me, those are the two best guys. The only reason they're not going to wrestle is if Chimizo messes up at some point and falters. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see – Burroughs will get to him if it's possible. Well, they meet, and what do you see happening? I, I see, I see Burroughs beating him, so I think. I. How does – sure, Chimizo's hard to score on. Congrats. Who's the cleanest – How are you going to score? Who's the cleanest finisher? Who's the cleanest finisher – well, that's, that's Burroughs finishes clean. He don't get in scrambles. Stuff. Sure he does. Sure he does. He does absolutely. But um, he is a very good finisher. That's not his, his finishing. Is maybe one of the mm, his biggest not holes. It's hard. It's one hundred percent, Willie Jordan. Jordan Burroughs has trouble finishing. It's all relative, Willie. But he get he has been counter scrambled before. That's how David Taylor. That's how Dake have challenged him. Um, do you recall the Dake Four? Yes, absolutely. Mm. One hundred Willie. If yeah, I mean yes, those examples. His uh, his finishing. If if you had to point to two things, he had to where he has the most room for improvement. It's all relative because he's the best guy doing it right now. But it's his finishing and his leg attack defense. When guys get to his legs, he's insanely hard to get to. But when guys get to, that's maybe the the other area. I. Th- I think it is a perfect clash of styles. It is probably behind Snyder said July of the only the the match that I would be most excited to see at any point in the next however many years. I think Burroughs is better on top and could if he if he gets a couple turn, you know, gets that lace going. Um, I think Burroughs knows how to score, but my goodness, Frank Chimizo is stupid and raises his levels when one year He's ago, challenged. one year ago, Oliver had Chimizo beat. That's cool. James Green's beaten uh, Chimizo. We're, we're talking about Jordan Burroughs. I know, and I'm uh, talking about Frank Chimizo at the World Championships. Okay, all he, those guys are always what? different. He's at lost worlds. at the Worlds before. He, he lost at the Olympics. He lost at the Olympics. He's he, not he like has. some. Okay. But Frank Chimizo's ceiling is higher than Frank Chimizo's ceiling is higher than Burroughs' ceiling. You right are, now. You are on something. 2012, 2013 Jordan Bros ceiling definitely higher, but right Did now 30 year old Jordan Bros. Stop, dude. Stop. I'm it. still picking Burroughs, but Ch- Ch- Chimizo, Chimizo ceiling is a little no, bit higher it's not. right now. Chimizo, first of all, Chimizo is a lot older than I think we're talking about right now. Two, he doesn't as old as he is. As long as Chimizo is in, he doesn't have like a super consistent leg attack. Right. He's a, he's, he's relying he's on. He's a, a counter guy. Oh, it, he's he's counter relying. His ceiling is not as high as Jordan Burroughs. That's incorrect. I I offense. Okay. Yeah, I know. I understand that Chimizo's countered, but you think Chimizo's going to continue to get much better? No, no offense. I'm saying put. I'm saying put them in a situation in which you have to extract every ounce out of yourself. Physically, Chimizo's ceiling is higher. Mentally, Jordan Burroughs' ceiling is possibly the greatest we've ever seen. So that's why I would pick Burroughs. 
I don't think Burroughs wins this physically. I think Burroughs wins this because he's smarter, because he's better on top, because he knows how to get points when he needs. He knows how to game plan matches. He knows how to make mid-match adjustments. I think he's all those things, and he's more skilled, too. I think he's a more skilled wrestler with more a wider variety of scoring options. I think he has better overall skill. Um, Concur. I'll, all Concur I know solutions. is I want that match to happen more than I want my next breath. Well, Nomad, is, Nomad just died. He's dead. Great. Great. Please happen. Please All let right. it happen. Go, uh, go America. Go Burroughs. It's 9-10. Let's get on out of here. Let's get on out of here. We're going to go. It's Tuesday. In two days, it'll be Thursday. And on that day, we'll do this. I won't be here. Week. You guys can. Where are you going to be? Flow Nats? Yeah, Flow Nats. Nomad yeah, will be here, yeah, right? I mean, nope. nope. No, I leave at 7. So. Oh. <laughs> Bracky CP. <laughs> Bracky CP. Is Spay around? Maybe we bring Spay on. We should. That would be electric. You guys, guys at home, Spay is maybe the most electric personality at Flow Sports. Possibly, probably definitely Flow Wrestling. He is the world. He is a laugh a minute, this guy. He's, we got to have him on. Because I feel like you don't know this, this, we have this treasure. We're just hiding it under Get a bushel. Get him on. We can't hide it under a bushel. No, we're going to let it shine. He looks good in that, in that corner there where, where Bradkey is with that good lighting on him. Where his hair can, to the big league? Where his hair can just hair. flow? He looks like a, he looks like a, a, a weatherman. <laughs> he looks like a weatherman. Storms Davis or something, right? I could just we see gotta him come on up there. with something, something. Yeah, we come up with a weatherman name. Okay, we'll come up with that. We have two days to do that. Space is gonna be on here. It's gonna be great. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Asics for your support, for your support of wrestling, for your great wrestling shoes, as we already mentioned. We'll be back Thursday. New crew. We'll be bringing the heat. See you then, guys.